0: Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Expedition Exit Experience, or Triple E for short. I am your host, Chelsea, also known as Crispy on the Internet, and with me today, we have a duo, the duo, possibly, of Survivor Expedition 4. We have Deb. Hello. And Tina with us. Hey. So... From the very beginning of the game, you guys started on the same tribe, you guys got in the same swap tribe, and then you were eliminated directly next to each other in a very unfortunate uh, eighth and seventh place.
1: Mm.
0: Oh my God. So, at the very beginning, the way that I, I usually do tribes is I actually make them myself just to try to balance things as far as like personal relationships outside of the game and who I think might get along with who and like just general challenge strength stuff. And when I was writing the cast reveal for Tina specifically, this is what I was trying to pull up earlier. I have like in parentheses, like uh, I have a funny feeling that she's going to do well here. And also that he and Eric slash Deb are going to get along real well because Tina reminds me a ton of him. And this (laughs) was before the tribes were made. This was pregame.
2: Yeah. You like definitely spoke that into existence. Tina and I like instantly were like obsessed with each other. Sure. i I guess we have you to
0: think, really. Which, and it was uncanny, because you guys immediately on Shiro just kind of click. You make your alliance with Ethan, you have control of that tribe, and then, you know, the rest of the game is your oyster.
2: Yeah, I think, I think it was, like, unique because we both had, like, our, you know, Australian Outback reps. So we were kind of like, oh, this is cute. And then like, the more we, like, chatted about it, we were kind of like, oh, actually, this is, like, going to really work out beyond just, like, us having you know, older woman rep choices from the Australian Outbacks. So it's just like really all played in our favor.
3: Yeah, also, you know, it's like, I felt, I felt like it clicked right away. Um, And I didn't really think too much about it until people started telling us that we like typed the same and we talked the same. And I was like, it was just funny because then I'm like, but that's also why I literally love talking to Deb so much. So I was like, I think, and I wrote about this so much in my confessional, like I hated that people thought we were the same. But also like, that is also why I loved talking to Deb and having her in the game with me. So it was like. I don't know. I hated it, but I totally wrote it, like,
2: 100% every step of the way. Yeah, I feel like there's, like, no way to avoid it at a certain point. I mean, I think literally the first round, Haley was like, I can't tell Davantina apart, and we were like, Well, oh, that sucks, but,
0: not- <laughs> but... But like you said, there's not really anything you can do about it, and, like, you know, it helps you know have friends make alliances stuff like that so you know as, as much as it could be like you know a problem like sorry quote-unquote problem later on as the game goes because people just assume mm-hmm. you're a pair at the same time like you know it's kind of like you play these to have fun and to meet people so you did that exactly yeah
2: certainly a perk of the game um i mean i think obviously it didn't work out in our ultimate favor at the end but it's fine i think it's poetic that we went out the same round
0: Oh, absolutely, and I guess we'll start with the way that Tina's boot round had happened. So again, eighth place, you guys just get rid of Ethan. That goes over relatively easily, considering all the lead up to it. And yeah. you find yourselves, you know, at final eight. You're there. You make it. You just made an alliance, I think, with Chris and Danny. Mm-hmm. And well, they voted for you, considering you guys. You know, Tina left six two. Yeah,
3: I mean, I don't even know, Deb, if you would have like more insight into it, really, just because you literally had an extra hour of that um, to even talk to these people, but it was so weird because I felt like, um, you know, Danny and Chris were the closest to us when we swapped, and so that was kind of why we were so tight with them. Um, And then obviously, you know, and we talked about this, but like obviously, they were just using us you know in a convenient way at that point um I guess I just you know and I think this is why maybe we get along so well but like I'm a very like loyal person to people I get along with purely because I just want to be around people I enjoy so like you know I really liked you and then I liked Danny and Chris and so just like flopped to them I didn't really think twice about it and like clearly there was so much else going on
2: Yeah, um, I honestly didn't get a lot more detail. I mean, I had a lot of people like right after you got voted out, like hopping into my DMs, like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, literally, like, don't be sorry because you telling me that you're blindsiding Tina is basically like telling Tina that you're blindsiding Tina. Um, So I don't really know like where Danny and Chris, like where that thought process came from, other than they just thought that, you were a threat and you were a threatening duo. Um, but I, from what I understand, I don't think that they were anticipating me following you out the door. I think they still wanted to use me a little longer, but, you know, I don't, there's a lot of mysteries in this game still to me. They could have totally known about Seb's uh, idol or whatever, and could have known that was happening. But I, I do think they kind of wanted to continue to use me a little bit. So I think both of us leaving back to back kind of hurt them more than they wanted it to.
0: And we'll definitely get into more into that and, like, your elimination rounds in a little bit. But just one more thing with Tina. You were very close to finding that Safari idol. Like, oh super-duper close. Because you said that you found out the password for it. Like, you, you wouldn't even post in your confessional because of how paranoid you were.
3: Yep. <laughs> I know. And honestly, I didn't... It was so funny. So I didn't even really talk about this because, honestly, once Deb was out of the game, you know, I feel like she probably didn't care... much about some of the details but i had found it at the end of the round when i um like i timed out from safari uh the safari and i was just like trying a few different things and it just happened i did in alphabetical order so long story short it was like one of the first options and so i kept it to myself because i knew that this these two eliminations were coming up in one night and i just thought it's actually just I've played a couple games recently where I had told my closest ally um, equivalent to Deb, I had an idol and it had really turned out to bite me in the ass and so I just chose not to mention it to Deb. and I was literally gonna say it right after like we made it out and my first thought um before the night started was like if I leave the first thing I'm gonna do is literally like like the first and before I see my name, I'm just gonna like throw everything to the wall and just be like Deb, go find this the minute you get to the Safari, and then of course she was out. So
0: Right. Which obviously unfortunate timing, but that's you know, it's the way it goes. And it was so funny going through those safari attempts. Not Safari attempts, the those escape room challenge attempts. Every single person attempts the safari except for Deb. Really. Which to be fair for Deb, you probably still would have won immunity regardless based off of the times that i remember seeing yeah but i'm not totally sure because he did that really quickly from what i remember
2: yeah and i i mean i love logic puzzles so i probably could have got i still probably would have won not to like to my own logic puzzle form but (laughs) um but i just i don't know i i was just coming off that round where i got a few votes and then i wanted a challenge so i was like now i have votes and maybe i'm a threat so i didn't want to risk it
3: right I think both of us were just like really desperate to be safe, you know, as soon as we got to the merge and I feel like it would just probably showed a little too hard.
0: Oh yeah. Well, again, when you come into the merge and you're like, you know, you're a known quantity, you're you're known two people who everyone's assuming to be a pair, like that's that's a hard threat status to just kind of shut off. Yeah. Especially when you know that realistically you can't fake like, oh, no, I'll turn on Deb, I'll turn on Tina, don't worry about it. Because like, they're not going to, either one, they're not going to believe you or two, they're just going to be like, well, maybe she will. But it's more convenient for us to say that they're a threat by saying they won't.
2: Yeah, and I think they would have like, totally seen right through it. I don't think there was any way that I could have been like, oh, no, I'm just waiting to vote Tina out at the perfect moment. I mean, was I hopeful that like, if we got targeted, Tina would be a bigger threat? Sure, but I wasn't ever going to turn my back on her.
0: Right. Well, yeah, not to out you or anything, but in your confessional, you did say something along the lines of how you weren't sure if you'd be able to win against Tina at the end because of the threat status that was being developed.
2: Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, I I, I I very much had this like scheme in my brain where Tina and I would get as far as we could together, but I kind of saw like the writing on the wall that one of us would eventually get targeted. So I kind of let Tina do a little bit more of the scheming. So she seemed as more of like the strategic threat. Sorry, Tina, love you. It's fine.
0: Again, it happens. And and Tina, I mean, to be fair, like, what were your intentions end game wise? Um,
3: to be, I, I mean, I really have to be honest with you. And it's so ironic um, having you here too, because, um, and I don't know if you know this, but like we play, you played in my first org I ever played, um, like in this community. Oh, I sure I, do.
0: Don't worry about it. I, I talk about it all the time. I I also I don't, in the do Cast You Reveal know, it was my first when, org. When I remember the Casterville. and I tell I have, I have a friend who I talk to orgs about with, and I every time I refer to you, I don't say T and I don't say I don't say your name. I say the guy who beat me in Euro every single time. Oh my God.
3: So I played with someone who is literally like. Who is was the exact same like character type as was to me in this game. And I took her to the final four. I caused a fire making challenge when she was the clear threat to win. And against you, I am so sorry. And, but that's because that's just the kind of player I am. And quite honestly, I felt that way about Deb, and I take no like personal feelings to knowing that like there could have been a chance that, towards the end that I would have had to go because I was more of a threat. Um, I know I play that way, but, like, I truly did feel like I would have taken Deb all the way to the end. I don't know if it was a two, or if it's going to be a two or three, but, um, you know, I was definitely going to take Deb to the end. Um, I think I was more considering, like, what my third person was going to be, and then also, like, if they, um, as as you're saying, Deb, like, if they were to have taken one of us out, like, what my options were would have been outside of that, but I mean, you were, and at, you could see it too, like all the way through. Deb was my number one, literally, like start to finish, every round.
0: I'm not debating that, like your guys' loyalty to each other. Don't get me wrong. I'm pretty yeah. sure they had that at number one the entire time.
3: Uh, I mean, and quite honestly, like I, and this isn't like I mean, this is one of those another one's no offense things, but I did know for better or for worse for my game that there were certain people that literally came straight up to me and were like. I get along with you better than Deb and so I just kind of like got obviously like to heart and was just like well I don't feel like I have to do Deb dirty because there are people like Jacqueline had a better relationship with me and like um you know Bobby had a better relationship with me and so like I did know that there were certain people that I didn't have to worry about and so I felt like was enough for if deb and i really truly could make it to the end of the duo which is nearly impossible that i would at least have the upper hand like as a like a competitive person you know
1: Yeah, that
0: makes sense and um, to follow that up so do you think that the immunity and deb having it is really what sealed it for you
3: um i don't know because to that end like i probably was the bigger threat out of the two of us just because like Deb was probably a little less likable like and not and by very small amount, but just because I think a lot of people got like this, you know, character type is like, oh, lovable Tina Queena. I'm like, oh my god, people are gonna call me Queen until they literally just vote me out for being the Queen.
0: And even then, one of your parchments said Queena. At least one. I I know.
3: Thank you, Bobby John.
0: But again, so that all happens, and then of course this leads into the live round where Danny sweeps the comps, wins Hoh and POV. And Deb, it looks like you're making it through. You're not noms. After the POV, you're set. How do you, How were you feeling in that situation?
2: Um, I was feeling great, honestly. I was like, you know what? When Danny won, when I saw that it was Danny and Chris left for the HOH, I was like, I'm going to bow out of this one. I don't need to add to my threat status here. If Danny or Chris win, I don't think they'll nominate me. Based on what they're saying, everyone else was kind of silent with me, but those two are still kind of strategizing throughout the live round. Um, and then when Danny won POV, I was like, this is perfect. Um, but then Seb had to go and ruin my life like he loves to do. Oh my god, we hate Seb.
0: <laughs> For, oh, believe me, that's made, been made very clear since the beginning of the game from OG Shira. <laughs> Why
2: did we hate him so much? I don't know.
3: Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I couldn't. I don't know either.
2: I don't have a read on Seb, and then there was there was this, like, theme throughout the game of me having these, like, unspoken rivalries with people that I don't know why they existed, and Seb was one of them, so I just kind of let it ride out.
0: Well, okay, I think you came pretty close to voting him out over Haley, right, for the very first round?
2: Um,
3: I mean... he um, I- was the other
0: option. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I wasn't sure, like, how close it was, like, for that very first round, but okay, so I mean, that makes sense. But but yeah, like you said, Deb, you know, Seb comes in, whips out his diamond power of veto, and now you're up there. So I know from that moment, you messaged me pretty soon on saying, like, I'm sorry, I'm not bowing out, but like, there's no way I'm getting out of this.
2: Yeah, I, so I did, I, I pitched to people. I mean, I obviously it was like not worth pitching to Seb because he had just made the move and made pretty clear that this was the best move for him. Right. Um, I just kind of like congratulated him um i knew that chris and ashley were my best bets um but ashley i think is very much riding coattails of jacqueline so i knew that i had to also kind of pitch to jacqueline but it's such a weird round to make that pitch on because i had just tried to blindside jacqueline and she had just blindsided my closest ally so i was like listen jacqueline this is like very strange to do this like an hour after we both lied to each other but like here are my thoughts i'm a free agent now et cetera, et cetera. Um, she was kind of a lost cause. So I was hoping that Chris and Ashley could come to some sort of consensus. But, you know, I have Ashley on one side being like, yeah, I'm chatting around to see if numbers are there. And then I have Chris who like seems to be actively fighting for me, but he's like, yeah, Ashley's already put in her vote for you. And then Ashley messaged me. She's like, sorry, honey it's not in the cards. And I'm like, actually, if you wanted to save me, like Chris would do it. And you would, you would tie the vote. And Danny, I assume if it's big brother rules, to break the tie, but um, I think that she had no interest in saving me, and I kind of knew that going into it, but I figured she'd be my best option. Um, so I had just gotten a bunch of no's, a bunch of sorry's, it's not in the card. So I was like, I'm not going to waste another 20 minutes trying to like pitch to people who aren't even listening. People weren't even responding to me at that point, so I was like, you know what, we're going to bow out gracefully. I don't want to be perceived as giving up, but there's like literally no hope for me.
1: And
0: which, to be fair, you are correct to to assume yeah. there was no hope so like i can't say i blamed you whatsoever but at the same time do you feel like anybody was making some sort of drastic mistake in voting you out
2: honestly i want to say they made a huge mistake but i don't i don't think they did i think that um it, it certainly was the best move for jacqueline because i think she would have been a target of mine for the rest of the game because i mean and this goes to my point that i posted about in jury like sure she shouldn't be judged based on being a returner, but like I played with Drew several times and Drew was such a capable social player. So I was like, I know I can't let Drew or Jacqueline, sorry, get to the end. Um, And I knew Seb wasn't going to save me because he's wanted me out since I don't know how long. So, um, and he was going to be another target of mine. So I don't really think anyone made a mistake. If, if anything, um, it could have been Ashley's chance to make a move um, to separate her from Jacqueline a little bit. Um, but I honestly mm. think kind of gotten herself too deep into that hole already.
0: Etina, mm-hmm. It looks like you had something to to say there.
2: Over here, going. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's actually Ashley's a very interesting figure, obviously, and I think even the jury's talked about it a little bit. Where not just Ashley, but I think Chris also kind of has a perception right now of having basically been following a, like a attorney who they've basically been close with for a majority of the game. So in a situation like that, how how do you feel about uh, a player like that where they're riding a, a player for as long as they are, but then eventually if they do cut them? So like, let's assume that they that one of them does try to cut Danny or Jacqueline in these last couple rounds. Does your perception of them as a player change very much, or do you still just assume that they're a coattail rider? I guess we'll start with Tina for, for an answer to this one, and then we'll go to Deb after. Um, You know, I am
3: like a believer in tribal performances too um and i think that i would have to say that that would weigh pretty heavily just because like in there would just have to be a lot like explained up until now um because it is the final six at this point and i just feel like ashley and chris literally have not done anything um and just because we had talked about this in the jury chat for a minute and um, Sydney had kind of came back after I mentioned something about returning, but like there is something to be said about you know, Jacqueline and Danny came in with, you know, something to work against and they have done so much, you know, to that end. And, you know, these, they're like followers, so to speak, have literally just kind of you know, followed along with them. So any moves that they made are really just overshadowed by, Person that had the harder path to get there, um I just think if they cut them, it's kind of like you know, if that's really what you were doing all game, then there has to be like has to be the foresight you know, explained to get there, and I just think
2: there's the opportunity for it to just kind of be sloppy in the end,
0: okay, and then Deb,
2: yeah, um I think i I think Tina kind of hit the nail on the head i it's hard for me to fully fault them because in in a way i was kind of doing something relatively similar with tina i feel like in the sense that i felt like she was you know the more visible threat so you know i was kind of writing that out and hoping that other people would make the move and i wouldn't have to and i don't think i i would have ever voted for tina so maybe that's kind of the path that they're taking um but like tina was saying i'm gonna have to see like the foresight from them um, in that, and I don't know if that necessarily exists, but otherwise it's just been very much like Jacqueline and Danny are the more visible folks, so and maybe that is just because they're returning to the game, um, but but it seems like Chris and Ashley have just kind of been in the shadows, and I don't know, it's, it's more so Ashley to me than Chris, and I don't know if that's because I had a strategic-ish relationship with Chris, but Ashley and I got along super well personally, um, but I have not seen any strategic um, side to her game. So if she's someone who does make it to the end, whether Jacqueline's there or not, I am gonna have like a lot of questions. I feel.
0: And then somebody who we haven't really touched on yet in this this interview, as far as the remaining six players, is Bobby John. And you guys started off with Bobby John from Oji o- o- Shira. You guys are pretty close with him. He was basically like your fourth outside of your alliance with Ethan, and you know but then at the same time you know deb you get nominated next to to bobby john and tina obviously bobby john voted you out so what are your thoughts on on him as a, a player i guess we'll go with tina first
3: i absolutely love bobby john and i don't even know if i think this is probably where deb and i split a little bit although i don't i don't actually know to the extent but um that you like got along with bobby john but i just felt like I had such a strong personal relationship with him that kind of transcended anything that was going on in the game. And um, weird because I probably feel like he's the one person that voted me out that I don't really like care about voting me because I knew he was in a bad position. Um, You know, but I feel like I spent a lot of time like trying to protect Bobby John and maybe that was, you know, demise as well. Um, But I think that, you know, Maybe underrated here in the end, too. I think that he, like, you know, he's kind of like the cockroach of the game, unfortunately, but like the way he could play that well. And I think that he probably is going to be the most pivotal player in Final Five, unless he gets voted out and sub as that person, um, because it's looking like there's going to be two pairs and it's going to have to be the fifth person that chooses between them. And I think that's also. Um, I was just going to add on to the last comment that that's kind of why I think Ashley and Chris are going to not have much to say for their game because at some point their two pairs are going to have to go against each other, and it's not going to be them making the decision. So, you know, it's like whether or not it's Danny or Jan- uh, Danny or Jacqueline that goes, I don't think that their like partner is going to be the one that goes against them. So, I think at the end of the day, that's not really going to be a decision for them. But. I, Get all back i think bobby john could
2: definitely pull out a good move in the next round and then deb yeah um i think bobby john is an interesting character to me um i think he is fantastic socially i do think that like bobby john and i at a certain point kind of hit this ceiling of like where our social relationship in the game was going um and i think that's kind of on both of us i don't think that's anyone's particular fault um but i do think that i was a little more wary of bobby john than tina was simply because i came into this merge with like everyone telling me that bobby john and ethan were out to get me um and whether or not bobby john was just tied to ethan or if bobby john was a part of that or if you know maybe people like Seb and jacqueline were just playing that up a little bit more than it actually was i just always had this like kind of mental reservation with bobby john that i didn't want to let myself fully trust him um and i also could recognize that like our relationship wasn't going anywhere like beyond where it was um but with all that being said i think that bobby john is like a fantastic person and i think that he has like really um been resilient in this game which i think is very important um and if he gets to the end even if he's if it's a final three of you know Bobby John Ashley or not Ashley Bobby John Jacqueline and Danny, um, I know that I've said that Danny and Jacqueline are probably the front runners for my votes, but Bobby John would absolutely have a shot because I think that he has um, had to fend for himself in a lot, himself in a lot of cases, and you know from going to a spot where Ethan was voted out, he was someone that people were looking at to vote for. So going from final eight all the way to the end would really impress that Targon
0: yeah, I mean, definitely very fair, and of course, we're going to be seeing in the next couple rounds exactly how everything shapes out. If everybody, if you know, we're going to see Danny, Jacqueline, and Bobby John make it towards the end, or whatever happens at you know final six. Because honestly, it could be anything. This is also the last round that items can be played, so who knows how much the safari is going to be involved? I know Debbie didn't really get that much involved with that, unfortunately, just because you didn't get that many chances. But you know, Tina, you've gotten to go there twice, so you kind of have an idea of what could exist.
3: Uh, um, I also know that a couple of things were taken. I don't know to what ends, but I did know that um, I feel like a tiny bit of guilt, I should say. So when I got to the end of the second task, when I found the word filter, um, I did see that someone had taken an item. I don't know if that's the one that Seth ended up playing, but um, you know, I felt really bad because um, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want people to know that I had made it to the end. Um, but then I also was like, well, if something gets played and I knew about it, um, you know, could I have changed something um fully in a way it didn't play against my vote? But and I don't think it really would have changed much in the Big Brother round, but um it ultimately could have and probably was the one that Seb ended up grabbing.
0: I we will definitely if you know if Seb joins us, he can maybe give some explanation and otherwise maybe someone who has also gotten that far in Safari so can also show something. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys had the opportunity to listen much to to Sydney's interview, but she had met, mentioned also getting pretty far into the Safari and basically like getting to the end of it to find an idol herself, which.
3: Yeah, she, she told me over chat.
0: So I guess something that because we have time, uh, I did actually want to touch upon a little bit the beginning of the merge for you guys. So, you know, you start off as, as such a, a known quantity as a pair, but at the same time, you are in a trio chat with Sydney and it seems like you like you had sydney pretty highly like regarded like you guys seemed to trust her enough and that you actually were had her back but then the kelly round happens and it seemed like after that you guys seemed to lose a bit, a little bit of trust with her so what exactly happened there
2: um i mean i guess i can speak from my perspective i really did like sydney um and i was excited to go into the merge working with sydney um i think the kelly round i got a bit of a sense of how back and forth Sydney could be um, with her thought processes, which is fine. It was a big decision to be made if we wanted to blindside Ethan at that point, um, or just let the easy vote and Kelly go. Um, but I I got a little frustrated with Sydney that round. And I think Tina did too. I think like, you know, we were chatting amongst ourselves about how we just wanted someone to make a decision because um, we would have gone either way. But I think what really distanced us from Sydney, from my perspective was, you know, the next day when Ethan is telling us that he knows that we were considering voting for him. And he paints this picture of, you know, Sydney um, kind of coming in and, and painting herself as the hero who saved that side um, and saved Ethan from the vote, which if we're being completely honest, like yeah, sure it was her, but like Tina and I didn't want to know that. So, absolutely like played it up that we were the ones who like, we're never going to vote Ethan when I literally had an Ethan parchment made um, and had to make a Kelly one. Cause we switched um, or I ended up not. Gonna vote the Ethan vote. So um sorry, Ethan. I did really want to vote you out that because I heard you were out to get me whenever you listen to this. Um, but him kind of spinning that story is what put us, I guess, against Sydney from my perspective. And then, you know, that round, that seemed like my only, real option to survive was to go with what ethan wanted and if that was a sydney vote then that's what it was um i think not know if i had known that sydney had an idol i would like to think that i would have made a bit more of a strategic decision in that moment and worked with sydney to play the idol correctly and get someone else out but she obviously was keeping that close to the best close to the, close to her cards close to the chest or whatever that saying
0: is okay. so okay and then tina
3: um yeah, I was going to say that too, actually, like, especially after Sydney, Sydney had come to me, like after I got voted out and um, she told me about the idol and everything. And I honestly, the, my only thought is really that it was her thought that she didn't mention it to us. Cause I think that we would have worked with her if we knew. Um, well, I don't know. So I know what happened. I just don't know what order it happened. So at some point in that round or after the Kelly round, and Ethan got together and thought it'd be funny to like compare notes together and basically shit talk um me and/or and or and Dev and so um honestly I thought it was one of the best rounds for us because um I don't know if necessarily we would have gone home somehow we literally turned being like the people that the people were trying to like into the target to turning it completely around on the two of them. And um, I mean, basically what happened, um, I think what started was I told Bobby John, like, listen, they're gonna come after the original Shira. um, And if you wanna save yourself, like you should um, consider voting for Seb because Ethan was safe and I was safe. And then obviously I didn't want Deb to go. And so he shared that with Ethan ask Ethan I'm talking all like in retrospect because I didn't know this until I like investigated everything but right. he told Ethan and to get Ethan's opinion on it and be like oh should we like vote for Seb and Ethan took that chat and shared it with I'm pretty sure Seb and Sydney in return or however it ended up happening but he then exchanged her information that she was like Ethan's godmother that saved him the round before which again we it was true and so sorry ethan of course i was literally not gonna let that like be the narrative and so i literally just turned it around and i don't know what magic i worked and i remember deb being like i don't know what the hell you are saying to these people but like ethan was literally like i don't believe a single word sydney says and i know i knew she was lying the whole time and i i should just should have known and He was like, I'm so back in with you and Deb. Like, there's, you know, he's like, I didn't doubt you for a second. I was like, I tell you the layer of guilt I had for Ethan because I love him so much. He's so gentle, but it was just like there was just no way I was going to let Sydney drag us through the mud and take us down in that round. And honestly, like that could have been like one of our rounds to go. So I don't regret it. Like I think that really pulled it out. Well, it would have been Deb's round, so I think we pulled it out and like. We got, I mean, Sydney came kind of to me like angry, and I know she came to Deb about it. At the end of the day, like, if she didn't go, it would have been Deb. And so, for the two of us, I think we were the least to blame for that vote as far as like feeling sorry for Sydney. Like, we did everything we could to save our ass, and we did. And I mean, it, it's kind of kind of lead to the next conversation, but like, what the best move for the people who actually made the flip? I don't know.
2: Yeah, I. I also like this is uh, kind of veering away from the this the Sydney and Ethan vote a little bit, Um, but I also think that's that's when I started to realize and put together maybe that and obviously like we can't confirm or deny anything because he's still in the game, but like part of me is like either Seb is not existing or Seb is the mastermind behind this because (laughs) you know at the root of it sure there was like a um some drama with sydney and ethan but seb was also orchestrating a lot of this he was in my dms telling me all these things like really rude things that ethan was saying about me and i'm like was ethan actually saying these now or was seb you know trying to manifest this um because i think a lot of science kind of point to like seb was like really working to put me and ethan against each other and it worked for him so um i'll be curious to see if that was you know, Seb's actual intentions or just kind of how it worked out.
0: Like what things w- were, was Seb claiming that Ethan was telling him about you?
2: Um, I mean, Seb obviously was one of the people who was kind of in my ear saying that, um, you know, Ethan and Bobby John were out to get me from the jump at the merge. Um, Seb was also telling me that Ethan, um, told him about the old school Alliance. Um, which I think Ethan did, but I also think Seb saw the screenshot. <laughs> Seb claimed he never saw the right screenshot, screenshot, but the screenshot gate of like, the first round. That was Word. So I, and then Seb was also saying that, like, the round that Sydney was going, this is what really kind of frustrated me, because um, I feel like it was just unnecessary. And I think I confessed about it, but um, Seb was also telling me that during the Sydney round, like, leading up to the vote, Ethan was, like, really trying to sell that I was the one going. And he was saying things like, um, you know what, Deb should be scared. I can't wait till she's gone. I can't stand that bitch, things like that. And like things like that just felt a little too personal in that moment. Um, and while I think, you know, it could have been something that Ethan was saying to kind of play up the Sydney blind side and like make people really feel like I wanted to go. I could also see Seb somehow manipulating the things that he was sending me because they didn't really kind of line up with what Ethan was telling me. Um I could see him kind of manipulating those to, work in his favor so i'm not really sure what happened there um i'll be interested to see what went down i could certainly see sub kind of uh trying to drive that wedge in between ethan and i and kind of capitalizing on that um but i think it kind of soured our relationship mine and ethan's relationship unfortunately um there at the end but um i think we've made men's now
0: well i mean you know that's always nice to hear it's very positive don't wanna have any personal relationships messed up by things like this. And Absolutely. you know, we'll probably be we'll hear from Seb either during FTC or when, you know, when he's here and talking to me. So I guess we'll see that, you know, over the next couple of weeks. This game isn't really gonna last that much longer. We're already at Final Six. The finale's probably gonna be in the store for sometime next week. So that's pretty cool. That's
2: wild. I feel like this game flew back. Yeah, well,
0: starting uh, April 3rd, and now we're here aiming to I think the last round's supposed to end May 3rd. So that's yeah, wild. we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, pray to God scheduling works out, but you know, we'll see how that we'll see how it all works. And I guess we are at about that time where now I get to ask the oh so great question of I guess we'll start with Tina. Who do you think in the game right now stands the best shot of not only getting to the end, but also winning the entire game?
3: Um I want it to be a cop out answer, but I really think it's Danny or Jacqueline I don't think they would both make it to the end together unless they really pulled something out but I think one of them will definitely make it to the end
2: and and probably win and then Deb I you know when I first got voted out I was like this is Danny's game to win but as I've taken some time to kind of marinate on it I really think Bobby John has a really great chance Um, to kind of take at home. I think that he's put himself in a position where he's got these two big threats and Danny and Jacqueline still there. Um, But he's like really proven that he has the resiliency, like I said earlier, to kind of fight against all odds. So I think if he keeps that fight up and like people really kind of um, wisen up to how big of a threat Danny and Jacqueline are at the end, then I could totally see Bobby like making it to the end and having a very strong case.
0: All right. And is would you say there's anybody in the end who you almost regardless of who they're
2: next to, you just can't see yourself voting for. Sorry. I um I d I don't think you'll see me writing down Ashley or Sebastian's okay. name. Um But, you know, I think Ashley's like a very long shot, Sebastian. If he did end up being the mastermind behind all of this, like there's like part of my brain saying that he was, then he could, but um I doubt
3: all right.
0: it. Alright, and then Tina.
2: I literally feel the exact same way. Um,
3: you know, I will say, like, I didn't, we didn't really, like, harp on them. And I and I honestly felt like I left this game without being too bitter at all. I, I will say, like, something about Ashley and Chris that, um, you know, is going to lead me to this decision is that they both, the round before, had just talked about how they didn't want to be that person to... Danny and Jacqueline like who didn't make any of the decisions and all that and I just feel like Ashley is literally like playing the easy route by doing that and I don't know if she's hoping Jacqueline will get voted out but even if Jacqueline does get voted out and she makes it to the end I don't see myself voting for her.
0: All right. well so who do you think is going to be following you then? Who's getting the oh so coveted sixth place?
2: I want it to be Seb but I don't know I I think that um, I left You know, last night, I guess it was, I left with so many more questions than I had than when I was in the game. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm questioning all of, like, what the actual relationships look like. So as much as, like, my perception is that Seb would be next because he doesn't have the connections, he could be, like, really in deep with people like Jacqueline and Ashley and have a really good spot. So I want to say Seb, but I can't be
3: sure.
0: All right, and Tina.
3: I think we're back at um, a Bobby versus Danny round again. I think that might be it.
0: Okay, well, again, we'll be seeing pretty soon. The challenge is up, you know, it's shuffling a Shakira song, so that's always fun. Oh. I figured that I've I've given you guys Toto's Africa enough times to maybe <laughs> put that on the back burner for a little bit. But yeah, I mean, uh, the cast has been awesome. The game has been great, and you guys are, you know, a huge part of it. I've been, I've been saying that to, to everybody so far. But I think for you guys especially, it is really cool to get to see, you know, two people meet in a game, getting along really well, especially when you haven't really like known each other much pre-game.
3: Never met. Before, yeah. Ever.
0: Yeah, exactly. So getting to see stuff like that is awesome from a hosting perspective, and like, I love to see it.
2: Yeah, I, uh, I always love, you know, finding those connections with folks and. Tina was my person in this game, and I think it's just been a really fun arc for us. I hate that we ended so early, but ended, you know, in the same round. I think that's, that's cute. So,
0: yeah, exactly. Uh, no, the the I fact agree. that it was within, yeah, within hours of each other, it was, again, a storybook ending, basically. An unfortunate I... ending, but, you know, still a storybook. So, just funny that it happens the year after, or the season, I should say, after the Big Brother games, uh, Big Brother, the Blood versus Water games happen.
2: Right. that's true maybe you'll see tina and i back for like a blood versus water fans versus favorites type deal i don't know the Some sec- second extra. chances maybe
0: right who can be sure well we'll see i I'm, i was thinking about doing all-stars for next season but with arcana and good and evil also doing potentially all-stars over the next couple months i'm not really sure how that's gonna go so we're just going to, you know, play it by ear, see how it goes. But regardless, you were awesome to watch. Thank you guys so much for, you know, agreeing to be here. And it was great to get to do this together with you guys. It was a lovely time.
3: Thank you.
2: Yeah, it's such a fun game. I think, like, there were such, like, cute and unique challenges that I haven't seen. I've been playing Org since I was, like, 13. Um, 15 years. And there are, like, challenges that you had that, like, I've literally never seen before. So thank you for, like, making the experience so fun. And thanks to Tina for being the best little ally I could have asked for. Thank you so much. Thank
3: you for bringing us together. Thank you for just like everything. You guys are awesome.
0: Well, you are so very welcome. So with that, uh, we're going to call it there. Have a a lovely night and we'll talk to you guys in the next one. So see you then. Uh, Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. My name is Terry. I'm so very fly. Oh, my. It's a little. I'm a fairy, pretty as a picture, yeah. sweeter than a swisher. Yeah. Mad cause I'm cuter than the girl that's I switched. Yeah. I don't gotta talk about it, baby, you can see it. But if you won't, I'll be happy to repeat it. Hey. My